Welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. We're agents with Coldwell Banker Seabrook Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. Yes, we are. Today is the 12th of March. The month of March is just marching along. You know, in like a lion out like a lamb, depending on the coronavirus. Could be the other way. I don't know. They've got corned beef in the store, so I'm pretty happy, pretty stoked. We're stacking up for the whole entire year. Coming up on one of your favorite holidays. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It should be like a national holiday. Everyone should take off of work and eat some corned beef and cabbage and some yum foods. St. Patty's Day. Which kind of then is also going to be your birthday cake time of year yet too on top of it. Yeah, coming up in April and then you get to catch the May. I get to catch all of May. So great times here in in Rapids. You bet. All right. So we, we had a busy week. We did. They, so, things are things are getting excited. People are listing their houses. And boy, do we ever have the list of homes. We had, what, six homes on tour? So we talked about the one that we have over on Williams. Yep. 661 Williams. Williams Street. Over in Buren. We talked about that last week. Correct. So we're going to miss, we're, we're not going to talk about it again. Actually, we are, but we're going to circle back around. Right, for the open house. For the open house. <clears throat> um. So we've got... Shady Lane. Right. We saw 465 Shady Lane for $130,000. We saw that on Wednesday because we, we do tour on Wednesday with the mm-hmm. office. So. Yeah, that was a really nice three-bedroom home. It had a space in the basement to build possibly a bonus room. So they had a few things already kind of uh, framed out for that. So that was kind of nice to see. But just really cute, cute little home. Great starter home. And it's right at that, you know, price price point where a lot of people are looking at mm-hmm. like between the eighty and one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Yeah, and this one's coming in at uh, one thirty. So nice, still nice price. Great part of Rapids yet too. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we went over to fifty eight ten Ashbury Drive. Yes. So Ashbury Drive is in Grand Rapids. I believe so. Yep. This was on our, our, if there were a luxury home market here in our area, this would probably be be, Yeah, this would be a great qualifier. So it was a four-bedroom? I believe so. At least three, possibly four, from our old memory is not quite, we didn't write that down, so we apologize for that. We can tell you more if you'd like to go and look at it. Yeah. Um, But it's listed for Mm $485,000. But it has two acres of land. So don't get too freaked out by by that that price and go, oh my gosh, it's a four-bedroom home for that. But it's all the higher-end appliances, the higher-end flooring. I mean, it's very nicely done, and it's it's on two acres. Right. They just went through and redid all the flooring. It's now three-inch cherry plank hardwood. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the banisters and the handrails to match. It's it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful home. With the bedrooms on the upstairs, it has a, a little bit of a common area so you can access all the bedrooms along. The master suite is phenomenal. Just mm-hmm. just That's the only way to little describe tiny, it. Little um, tiny storage area is kind of hidden throughout. So there's a mm-hmm. closet inside of a closet. Um, in the master bathroom, there's a shelf that is actually the door for the where they, you know, for, for more storage. So there's storage hidden throughout the rest of this house. I mean, there's a lot of home there to begin with, but it's also been done very nice. Got uh, two soaking tubs, one in the master bath and then another in that um, main upstairs bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it overlooks the wooded lot behind it. So like I said, two acres. It is gorgeous. It is. It's very, very nicely done. 
Um, then we popped on over to Cedar Lane, so 8331 Cedar Lane. Mm-hmm. We went to go see that one. And uh, again, a very nice, it's a tri-level. Yes. Yeah, tri-level. I yes. wanted to say Rage Ranch, but ranch, but that didn't quite, nope, words couldn't connect. You'll walk in on the living room areas right there along with the kitchen and dining. So nice open concept. Mm-hmm. And then it splits off from there to... Walking up the stairs has the bedrooms and right. a bath. And then the lower level, so they did something different with this one. Right. They outgrew the three bedrooms that it originally was, so they did a fourth bedroom downstairs. With a half bath. With a half bath and the laundry room. Mm-hmm. So you could possibly take that door out if you just wanted it to be a three-bedroom home and not have that be a bedroom bedroom. You could turn that back into a family room, Definitely. a split family room. So. Yeah. What was really nice, and it even has the lower level, you know, the house just continues on. So, And that's, again, at that price point, right around $130,000, mm-hmm. the one twenty nine nine. And then we swung back over to 14th Avenue. Correct. Yep. Um, we took a look at uh, 171 14th Avenue South, and that's coming in just under the 90000 price range. Again, nice old two-story home here in Wisconsin Rapids. It's okay. on the west side of town correct yep so really cute location just like a half a block away from the splash pad over by mead so really it's a very charming home it has character it's another good location and it's a well-built house Mm -hmm. yeah um and and the great location like you said right next to the splash pad if you know you've got kids it's close to the school it's close to those activities so you don't have to worry about keeping them in the yard they can mingle with the other kids in the neighborhood and whatnot. Exactly. Uh, it's easy to get uh, north. So if you wanted to head up Rudolph or over to Pittsville, that's right on that side of the river, um, or even catching up Baker and scooting over to Plover, pretty yep. easy to get to. Right. Um, one that didn't make the list, but we went to t- take a look at 1402 21st Avenue. The condominium? The, con- the condo. Okay. So... A rare thing that kind of comes up in, in our market in our area, only because we have one condo association, I believe, here in Rapids. And they're all clustered together, or right. most of them are clustered together. Right. So we had one, one came up on the market for 66 9 mm-hmm. So, you know, really great for those, I don't want to call them millennials, but... You get a lot what you pay for. Right. You do. So... With it, with it being in that condo condo situation, um, you get all the lawn care taken care of. You get the snow removal. You get a lot of things there. You get a lot of bang for your buck. It's almost an apartment, but you're creating and investing in yourself, so you're creating that value. Mm-hmm. Um, you're building the equity, similar as you would a, a house because you're owning that portion of the condominium, mm-hmm. but you don't have to worry about the other things. Right. So the, the main part of the building, the upkeep, um, if someone's a fairly transient person, maybe their job takes them out of town a lot. That's what I was trying to search for. Sure. Or if you just don't want to, maybe right. you grew up and everyone else in your family took care of those things. Hey, it's an option and it's a good price. Right. So that one that one was a really nice one to go take a look at. Um, and then the last one was 611 10th Avenue South. We're going to call it a fixer-upper. It, is, it has a lot of potential. It has Great potential. Yeah. It just needs needs a little bit of love. Um, as we're kind of walking through there, it's it you have to know where to start. 
that's the first thing that you kind of look at is, okay, where do I start in this? Because every single square inch of this house needs to be addressed. It needs to be cleaned and taken care of again and gutted and um, maybe even down to the studs and we we focus on everything so you can flip it. This this is a good one for a flipper. It came in at fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and we're told that's flexible. Yes, I think it's one of those things. I mean, it was a rental property for for many many years, and uh, now the gentleman just wants to get he he wants it gone. It does have a lot of potential though. So if you're looking for something to refurbish, remodel, it is definitely not moving ready. No, it's a project house. It's a project house. Uh, does have a lot of good woodworking features that would trim. I mean, so if... If you wanted to try to save it and mm-hmm. bring it back to its its old glory, I think it's possible to do, depending upon how what your destruction level is. If you're, like, can destroy things and keep it good, or are you just kind of, I'm going to go in there and, well, if it breaks, we can just do new. Right. So a lot of, lot of great opportunities that are out there on the market, and we're just kind of getting into that spring... We're looking at, at moving, we're looking at selling, and it's things are going to start opening up. Things are coming on the market quick, and things are going off the market just as quick. Mm-hmm. But there's something for everyone. And we faced that last year, too. Mm-hmm. So this is nothing. This is not a, a, a new thing for us. It's new for our buyers, and it's new for our sellers. So just kind of, if you're listening to your agents and they're saying you need to make a decision, and we need it within the next 12 hours, take them serious. You need to do something within the next 12 hours. You can't wait for that hour 13. There are a lot of buyers in the pool. A lot of people want to come, you know, here to Wisconsin Rapids. We do have a lot to offer. We do. So segue into our our uh, multi-part series. I think it's going to be a three-part series. We did part one, our interview with Mayor Zach last week. Mm-hmm. We talked about the aquatics facility. Yes. And that was... That was kind of eye-opening. Like I said, there's a lot of nuts and bolts that went through with that if people are following through the city council meetings and whatnot and the open houses and uh, our offices right down the block. So we get to see the progress every day. We, yeah, we drive by every single day. We get to see it, you know, and see how everything is coming along. And it's been kind of, it's been fun to watch. It's been extremely fun to watch and, you know, very excited about having that that opening. Yeah. So it'll be kind of kind of neat. So if you guys are curious about that part of the interview, go back and watch part one. Mm-hmm. I'll link it as much as I can through dis- dis- <clears throat> excuse me, descriptions and whatnot. All right. So this, part two. This week this we're doing week, part two, right? And it's our the walking path. So Rapids just put in a, in a new walking path that is connecting all the bridges. So we can walk from the Riverview Expressway all the way up to... The next bridge. We can go from Port Edwards to the clock tower on a path. There you go. So, but we have, we do have that loop around the two bridges. I want to call it the Jackson Street Bridge, but it's not. I think it's the Grand Avenue Bridge. There we it's, go. It's the expressway bridge where the a new underneath the bridge has been put in mm-hmm. and the fitness center over there. Yep. And it's got the outdoor fin- fitness center that you can walk right through. Right. And then they redeveloped the park, um, the Veterans Park there between... Grand Avenue and Jackson Street. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. Got a lot to talk about with uh, Mayor Zach. And so we'll segue to that. All right. Well, enjoy. So another topic we, we have is Veterans Park. Yeah. So Veterans Park. So just in case 
I want to make sure I'm getting in the right park. Sure. So this is the park that is right across or it's close to Paul Gross Jewelers. Mm-hmm. So it's right on the river. We've got the West Grand Bridge. So if we were going across the bridge, it's immediately to the right. Yes. That is Veterans Park. Yep. So it's between Jackson and Grand Avenue Bridges. You're right. Okay. Uh, it was the park that was created when... Um, the paper company and other uh, philanthropic players in the community in the 80s acquired those buildings and, and made made way for a park to occur in that, those spaces. So that has been under construction. Yep. So we had we used to have lunch by the river. Yeah. We moved it across to the river. And now hopefully this year we're going to be coming back to that area. Mm-hmm. So what, what updates have we done to Veterans Park? Sure. Well, all of our riverfront spaces started with a vision. And the vision was um, in order for our economy to grow, we need to think a little differently about how we pr- approach economic development. And one of the components was we really our river is underutilized for recreational purposes from a it's beautiful to look at it's beautiful to walk around run around or bike around but we we had some opportunities to encourage and to um, invite people to utilize that river in, in different and other ways and and one in such way was to uh, protect the riverbank spaces themselves Wisconsin Rapids is known to flood it's flooded for a mm-hmm. hundred and you know since, since existence yep, right since the dawn uh, of time yeah, right so way before the industrial revolution happened and before our community started building along the river, it was also flooding. And so um, over the years, the flooding creates major impacts to the to the riverbank. And so um, part of the project, a core part of the project was to to stabilize and prevent further erosion of losing our river riverbank or riverfront spaces. And so that's why you see new riprap there, a new river wall in some cases. We did some um, in, in uh, Veterans Park where you were talking between the two bridges. There's a river wall there that was constructed in the early 1930s. So that infrastructure is nearly 100 if not 100 years older, older. And so we needed to do some maintenance and repair to it. So at the same time, at the top of the river wall is a railing and a fence. Mm -hmm. And in much of the river wall, now Veterans was okay in some spaces, but in the next park over where the clock and bell tower is, you could literally push the fence out past the river wall. And so if you had a little child or somebody that was unsupervised, you could have lost somebody in through and over the wall and into the river. So we have an obligation as a city to have safe public spaces. And so that was the core area. So protecting the riverfront uh, spaces themselves, river wall and the river bank, and then to look at where the safety improvements. So when the park is done, you'll see a whole new river wall railing that meets current code. The previous railing was also out of code. So if you had a small child again, they could have climbed, climbed through. Over and-, and so that's, that's, it's unsafe, right? right? So it was a known situation. We had to address it. So that's the kind of the safety improvements, the ones that are sometimes lost in conversation, but nonetheless important, right, right. Uh, as the renovations that you're, you're wanting to speak about. Now, we always do Lunch by the River down there, mm-hmm. and we have the opportunity. We always have dancers or we have performers down there. It's going to be like a space down there that we have kind of carved out where we have, you know, either a nice chunk of concrete sure. or some sort of space that we can have a nice performance and be able to have, you know, microphones and not have cords running mm-hmm. to Holly Rocks and right. to borrow power from here and borrow mm-hmm. power from there. Have we updated some of that so that way we can have a nice system down there that where we can have a performance? 
That's great. That's a great question. So when we did our public outreach, when we knew we were going to make some improvements to the riverfront spaces, we came to the community over a series of public meetings and said, tell us what you want us to think about incorporating into the spaces. And we got everything right from the community. It was great because it really validated some of the assumptions we had that we wanted permanent power provisions, that we wanted uh, maybe not a coverage stage there because there had been a battle that was fought on that before, but maybe there was some basic uh, provisions that we could provide for a nice stage. So yes, there will be a stage off the top of my head. I don't have the dimensions, but it's wide enough to have uh, a fairly sizable band with multiple instruments set up. Um, And then at, at the fall of the year, all the power provisions went in. So we've upgraded the entire power of the park. So that way there will be a a junction power uh, access box right by the stage. So there's not cords running through the park. There will be new, uh, there's already new power by the street for the Lunch by the River vendors. Okay. Uh, There's also new power by the balcony, which we can probably talk about in a minute. And then there's also power on the north end of the park for a lot of the holiday lighting that goes on. So a lot of infrastructure upgrades that, again, are Below the surface, people don't necessarily see them, but we want to uh, want to highlight them because they were associated with the project. I know that a lot of people have always asked, well, what's going on down there? Mm-hmm. And we're like, construction. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's construction. It's just construction, yeah. <laughs> you know, but just knowing the, those updates, I knew about some of them, but mm-hmm. just not all of them. I mean, it's really nice to see that we, we put in the power so that way we yep. don't have the cords. We've I've been down there for lunch by the river for the last, I don't know, probably 15 years. Mm-hmm. And just knowing how many cords that get drawn out from this point to that point, it would be mm-hmm. nice to have non-tripping hazards for people who are coming to enjoy that. Right. So that's going to be a nice, huge benefit mm-hmm. for that area. Another couple of features, um, when we've been down there for lunch by the river, we both have probably seen the overflowing garbage cans. Mm-hmm. Not attractive, right, when you're trying to host events of, of a large scale. So we'll see more trash receptacles and recycling bins brought to the park, some additional seating. Uh, and then all of the walks, both the the walks and the trails in the park that was completed last fall, as well as the park, Veterans Park and Mead Rapids View, are now going to be widened. So they're recreational trail standard. So they're eight foot wide. So that way you can have perhaps two wheelchairs going in opposite directions or a bicyclists and pedestrians. So that way there's not conflict on that area. I mean, the best thing, the best success is that it, the parks become very busy. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that users, whether they're on foot, on bike, or maybe in a wheelchair or using a mobility aid, can get to and from uh, safely. So all of those... Um, all of the grades, so the slope of all of the walks are all ADA handicapped accessible. Which is really uh, nice. Really important, right? And we added that the walkway underneath the bridge. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming from the south side of town and you're walking, you can actually now walk underneath the bridge instead of trying to catch the lights up. I'm on the wrong bridge, but we're yeah. going to get to that yeah, bridge. Yeah, we'll get to that oh, Yeah, one. we'll yeah. get to uh-huh. that bridge, uh-huh. but we, we did do yeah, some, yeah, it's some a bridge teaser, work. Right? <laughs> yeah, it is a teaser. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I know that we, you know, doing the, those upgrades to the sidewalks have made just a huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. I walk on them quite a bit. I'm looking yep. forward to the snow being away and we can get mm-hmm. back out there and walking, yep. which kind of leads into the next one. So we talked about the, the sidewalks so that way you can walk around. Mm-hmm. So we actually do have a very nice path connecting all of our bridges now. We do. So we can actually start at Veterans Park. Yep go across and walk along the river and Mm -hmm. then come back around. And this is where I think I'm going to go with the whole entire path underneath the bridge. Yeah, right. But there's a park right at the, right across from the hospital. That's right. And there's like, so many cool things that went on during that Mm -hmm. that upgrade into that park because it was just a kind of a blah green Mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. And now it's like a super cool, really nice usable space where we have the outdoor fitness center. That's right. So that's kind of really neat that we could do the the bridge to bridge walk Mm -hmm. and then stop and do the fitness, the outdoor fitness center 
along the walk to connect it because mm-hmm. we do now have that nice path along First Street. Mm-hmm. Is it First or Second? Yep. First Street. Mm-hmm. First Street. That mm-hmm. was really nice. I know walking on that path. And First and Third, actually. Yep. Yeah, that mm-hmm. path. We're walking on there. I had a couple times where it's just like. We need we need something here because right. it's not safe to walk on. Yeah, that's right. So I really have appreciated that, and it's a beautiful walk. Yet too on top of it. Well, it's gonna... been a real priority for us in the sense that um, a lot of cities plan around the automobile or trucks or, or just vehicles in general, and as trends go and as preferences change and as time progresses. People want to be more active, and that's not just young people. That's not older folks. I mean, it's everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone. And I, I went for a run the other night, and it was chilly. And I was trying to get myself out and get through this winter blues and just catch spring, the moments of spring we've got. And it was amazing to see. I was probably the youngest person on the trail, and it was encouraging to me to see so many older folks active and engaged because we know that the the key to aging in place, that being able to stay in your home and living in a community you grew up in and not having to move maybe to family in another place for care is the ability to be out physically active and to be able to socialize and to see small groups of people walking together, even with walking sticks or canes. Mm-hmm. It was really impressive. And it's, I mean, it warms my heart to see that you know, some people mischaracterize and say, well, it's just for those young people. Actually, it's it's, I've found it's just the opposite, that more folks that are using the trail system are, are older folks. On our well, and basis. I know I do my walk early in the morning. So like yeah. 6 a.m., I'll sure. go do my walk. So it's a yeah. four-mile walk. So if I leave my home and I walk all the way down and I do the bridge to bridge and I come yep. back home, it's a four-mile loop, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. But even at 6 a.m., down at this particular park, there's people down there. Yeah. There was a yoga. There was some group doing mm-hmm. yoga. And I'm like oh my gosh, I'm not the only person up at this hour. Because yeah. normally I would do my walk by myself. I'm like, sure. I could actually join a yoga group mm-hmm. at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. down by the river. And it's beautiful. You watch the sunrise. Right. And then yet on top of it, you do have those, there's six stations, right? That's right. Six fitness stations. So, mm-hmm. and it's really great. They have different levels. So mm-hmm. if you're, you know, brand new at it and you just want to like ease into it, mm-hmm. it tells you what you should be doing, gives you pictures, yep. which is really nice. And then it just kind of increases in difficulty. That's right. So it was even really nice. I mean, I think there was like six guys down there all rotating through doing the stations, yeah. doing their workout, doing mm-hmm. their own thing. We got the yoga going over there. I'm like, it's 6 a.m. in Wisconsin mm-hmm. Rapids and this park is busy. And amazing. Someone came up to me when I was, and I'm a user of the system. So it's, it's great for me to be able to get some reflection on what's working and not working when I walk, try to walk the shoes of every one of, of our residents to the extent possible. And, and uh, one of the residents came up to me and said, I canceled my gym membership. Now the gyms may not like us because they're able to work out outside, but it was a great validation. I mean, I've joked with folks to your point about mm-hmm. sunrise and sunset. Um, there is no better place to catch a sunset and maybe even a sunrise than Demet's Park now because we've created spaces for people to enjoy it, right? At the base of the river. Now, I've got the expressway and a little bit of traffic, but as the trees start taking hold, we lost a lot of trees last summer in, we this, did. in the windstorm on that park, but uh, we've replanted and we're going to re- be replanting more this coming year. And But it, it really is reassuring that people want public spaces that are more than just green space. They want to be able to use them. They want to interact with them. They want to socialize in them. And so hopefully when we're done with this project, whether it's getting an active workout the yoga, I mean, that's an economic development story, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know wherever that instructor was doing yoga before, but now they're able to use a city park right. uh, in a beautiful and she, space. And she had everything in the back of her truck. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I mean, I purposely went through that park and I'm like, okay, I got to see what's going on. Yeah. You know, to be nosy, mm-hmm. I want to see what's going on. And yeah, she had everything that she needed for yoga in the back of her truck. Yep. She's 
started her class and everyone grabbed what they needed and they did yoga down there. I'm like, this is what the city wanted. Mm -hmm. This is their vision. They wanted to see this happen. So for it's at six o'clock in the morning, like (laughs) not exactly sure if the time frame works with everybody, but being able to have that of a nice, peaceful, quiet area Mm -hmm. to be able to do that. And it's gorgeous down there. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was not a very pretty park to begin Mm -hmm. with. It was, it was just blah. Yeah, very passive green right. space, and that's great. But I think our community members, as we talked, are and I think more, more more ducks were down there, more <laughs> geese were down there than than people. Than people, I would agree. But yeah. with all the the new improvements, with the with the different flowers that you guys have planted, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that they're labeled. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge yeah. labeler. Sure. If, if I could label everything, I would. But <laughs> people want to know what that stuff is, right. right? Whether it's the fitness stations or whether it's the shade structure. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that uh, you've got to inform the public. Uh, right. So that well, we I mean, engage. just even people like me who are just kind of curious. They see the, the flowers bloom in someone's yard, and I'm like, oh, I really wish I could get that for my my yard. Yeah. And with it not being labeled, you're like, oh, but now I can't get it. But <laughs> down there at the park, all the flowers yeah. are labeled. I mean, I really thought that was really something. It's a unique feature to yeah. it. You guys are really thinking about, you know, okay, if someone really did enjoy this, you know, they can go and they can take it and they can bring it back to their house mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So. I always enjoy telling newcomers to the rapids, you know, hey, we got this outdoor fitness center. Yeah. Because everyone's like, we have a what? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even people who have been here for years, you know, they saw the construction, but I don't think they've really fully understood. We have a fitness center. That's right. It's outdoors and it's year round too. Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. we're kind of going on, you're doing really good about making sure that everything is year round. Yeah. Because right. even in the middle of winter, you can yeah. still go down there. You That's can still right. do the workout. Yep. You may be doing it in negative 20 degree weather, yeah. but you could still do it. Yep. We plow many of the paths because we know, well, someone you know, J.R. Seawart and others are always mm-hmm. active in the winter. They're maybe training for marathons or training for other events. And it's encouraging to be able to keep these folks active outdoors. My son you know. lives up in Eau Claire and that's the one thing when he does his winter runs, he's like, I make sure I know where the road, you know, everything is clean that yep. I see on the paths where the, the city actually takes care of it. That's he's right. like, you know, I don't want to get injured. I don't want to fall. Mm-hmm. I don't want to slip on the ice and very appreciative of Eau Claire doing that. And I'm very appreciative of Rapids doing that as well, of making sure that we can, as a community, still have that that mm-hmm. fitness throughout the, the seasons. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, and, and obviously, time will tell how much the community adapts and evolves and makes something out of these great spaces. You know, it's all about programming. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see, even in its first year, some of these spaces already being programmed. And we uh, have some girls residents. down there. So if you wanted to have a family picnic, that's right. there, there are some girls down there. We do have the picnic tables. Mm-hmm. So there is space. There is still options out there. It's not just for one thing. It's not just for fitness. It's you can have your family down there and enjoying that canoe launch that's down there. That's right. Yeah, we didn't talk about some of those other features, right? I think that was an, an observation we made was if folks want to have a picnic, they really have to picnic everything in. Mm-hmm. And um, for some reason, the city, for one reason or another, I'm not sure why, but we had like one or two grills in our entire expanse of city parks along the river. Yep. And, you know, you go to a county park, you go to a state park, there's grills everywhere, right? So why not create some grill space for, for residents to be able to, to have a family gathering or an afternoon picnic in our beautiful parks? Yes which was a great, great option to, yeah. to have. Well, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that little discussion with uh, Mayor Zach. I hope you learned a lot about our new walking path and outdoor fitness center. That's pretty cool. It is. It was great. Great to see new things happening. Can't wait till it gets a little bit warmer out to go down there and uh, check it out. I know a couple years ago we were um, visiting some other cities that were near water, um, 
close to the Mississippi, there's, you know, a couple offshoot. They mm -hmm. had lakes and recreation facilities, and you were commenting, why don't they do that here in Rapids? It would be a great draw. Yeah. Like it was for us being a tourist there. Mm-hmm. So we do you have an open house this weekend? Where is that? We're going to go over to 661 William Street. So we're going to go take a look. We're going to be there from 11 until 2 o'clock over at William Street. And again, that's our four-bedroom, two on the main, two on the upper. Mm -hmm. And our two bathrooms, so two full baths, so full bath on the main, full bath in the basement, and then a very large half bath on the upper stairs, on the upper level. So really cool house and looking forward to, to being there and to meeting everybody. On Saturday. On Saturday from 11 to 2. You betcha. All righty. So if they're not looking for those events, they have other things to do. So Friday I'll spin it around because you're doing really well at reading upside down, but <laughs> I'll be nice to you. <laughs> So Friday, we've got Rome's Indoor Farmer Market down at the Rome Town Hall. Um, and then kicks off a weekend over at the public school's Children's Theater. They're doing Frozen Junior. Nice. So that'll be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday over at the Performing Arts Center. They've got on Saturday, the Wood County Master Gardeners Seminar over at Mid-State. And at the same time, up at UW-Marshfield campus. Oh, cool. So should check out the Master Gardener's information for that. Well, it is the time of the year to get your hands dirty. Our plants are starting to come up. Yeah. So very excited. Spring is like right around the corner. Then Sunday, the uh, it's Youth Art Month over at the Alexander House. So Very cool. Get the youth involved with some art and get the creativity. The, uh, the River Kings, we just wanted to follow up with that. They got knocked out during the second round of the playoffs. Very sad. It is a good game. It was very intense from what I saw. So you can follow that. Uh, look back again at Wisconsin Rapids Community Media, WRCM, okay. on YouTube. Okay, so perfect. they've got that posted. Well, great. I think that's all we got going this weekend. I think so, too. All right, well, you guys have a great Central Wisconsin Day, and we'll talk with you next week. Bye-bye.